0: Remember the game, Two Truths and a Lie? Well, we have created our own version of it called Two Retirement Truths and a Lie. We'll find out how much you know or don't know about planning for retirement, that and more on today's show.
1: And now, Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. Welcome in, everybody. This is Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joe, of course, investment advisor, representative, an independent fiduciary. You'll find him at Murphy Wealth Management. Uh, he's been helping folks for more than 20 years get to and through retirement. And uh, you are, I mentioned you're a fiduciary and so much more. Uh, hi, Joe. How are you?
0: I'm doing great, Steve. Uh, getting through uh, a dose of the COVID, so unfortunately, I went through our office, but back at it and well, feeling good. much, much better. Total pain in the butt, but we uh, we're, we're getting through it. All so.
1: right, I like the sound of that. Good. I'm glad you're well, and uh, is the rest of the office recovering?
0: everyone's back in here recovering. Yeah, it just like it's it's hard to avoid. So yeah. once one of us got it, it went through the office and we all ended up getting hit last week. But all of us are back in uh, bright eyed and bushy tail and ready to rock and roll.
1: <laughs> well, all right. Well, so look, before we dig into uh, two truths and a lie, um, that's kind of what's happening with the market. Huh? We don't really know. And, and well, I mean, there's a lot going on out there um, on, on every level.
0: There is so much going on, and I know I just saw this morning that President Biden announced his, his bid for his second term in the White House. Um, interesting statistic that, that polled from Americans, polled like 70% of Americans, including over 50% Democrats, don't believe that he should run for re-election. And then on the other side of the political spectrum, um, as for Trump, 60% of Americans, including a third of Republicans, don't think he should run either. So where, where are we at here, Steve?
1: What are your thoughts? <laughs> Jeez, I don't know. I think we need a better choice.
0: I think we need a better choice, and you know, it's the the politics. I mean, recently, I think all of our radio listeners could probably agree have have run on the extremes on each side. And you know, what I'm looking for in a leader is 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 almost like a centrist, someone that's going to approach things logically. We have some major major problems going on in this country right now, and I think we need a level head. And I don't know who that is or who's going to emerge, but it seems like most Americans aren't real keen on the the two candidates between Biden and Trump. So maybe someone will come out of left field, Steve, that, you know, can run this country the the way this country should be run. Well,
1: let's hope I'll, I'll remain optimistic with you, Joe.
0: Well, that's fantastic. And as for the market, you mentioned that, Steve. You yep. know, we just saw today layoffs are increasing mm. in the market, and it seems like, you know, we have a, a big pullback today. Um, it's it's starting to trade like liquidity is, is coming back out. Um, we knew with SVP, you know, the the Fed had no choice with that crisis with the banks to pump a bunch of liquidity. I think to the tune of about 400 billion dollars into into the market. But one of the main things that we're looking at right now, and I think this is probably on everyone's mind, that's driving down the car. You've heard it probably ad nauseum. Is is the U.S. going to default? Obviously, we have this debt ceiling issue yeah. out there. Yeah, so I wanted to take a couple couple seconds here, just kind of go through, you know, what we know. You know, is the U.S. going to default? I don't think either political party um, wants to be standing there holding the bag from a devastation of a U.S. default. Um, but you know, I always look at the charts. I always look at data. I don't listen to narratives or the news or anything like that. And if you look at the U.S. one-year sovereign credit default swap, it just hit a record high. And this is what that is. It's the cost of insuring U.S. Treasury bonds against the risk of default. It's at an all time high. And just to note, um, the U.S. now is a higher risk of default than China. Oh my um, gosh. I don't know if that's ever happened in history before, um, but it's something to pay attention to. You know, sure. our national debt right now is is zeroing in on about $32 trillion. That's just $25 million shy in unused borrowing. So it's kind of like, Steve, if I give you a credit card, you know, for a $1,000 limit and you max that thing out. And instead of paying that down, you came to me and you said, hey, can you raise my limit, please? I need to spend more. Yeah. Um, You know, we're in this we're in this problem, you know, 22 revenues for the U.S. Treasury are down big time. Um, You know, we don't have as much capital gains. There's not as much uh, tax revenue coming in. You know, it's not just a a democratic. Candidate or a Republican candidate, you know, the the presidents that we've had in the past have each contributed to running up this deficit, this this budget problem that we have right now. It's almost split down the middle with the spending. And, you know, on one side, we had tax cuts, um, but we didn't have a, a commiserate decrease in spending. And that's why we're in the situation that we're in right now. Um, but I refuse to believe that we won't have a last minute reconciliation on increasing the debt ceiling um, and, and it almost could be a catalyst for the Fed to start doing a little bit of magic, maybe pausing quantitative tightening or, or maybe a trick in quantitative easing back in 2011, former Fed chair of uh, Bernanke he he did something called the fed twist where he swapped short-term treasuries for long-term treasuries man did the bears get burned on that move so i think you know there might be a, a light at the end of the tunnel here sometimes when things look bleakest there's always a light so we try and look for that some optimism but right now i think we have some some rough times ahead i think the market's going to get a little shaky as we're seeing earnings coming back and we're starting to see layoffs increase you know be very prepared with your portfolio to withstand and if you're in that retirement red zone, you know, five, ten years left. We don't know when this thing comes back. If we look at international markets like Japan in 1989, when they fell down, you know, when that market collapsed, it still isn't to this day back to where it was. So that time horizon becomes a real critical issue for near-term retirees. You don't want to take the chance. This is your time to get your portfolio reviewed and make sure that you're prepared. If this thing does drop out, you're not sitting there holding the bag, wondering in panic, what should I do now? This is your time to get a good review with a fiduciary financial advisor, and we can let you know if you are prepared for what's to come ahead.
1: Make the phone call right now, as long as you're thinking of it, folks, 800-930-5905, 800-930-5905. And I got to mention last week's show, uh, Joe, I mean, it was amazing. Paul Payne, right? Yeah. Um, talking, talking about life insurance. And I wasn't sure where the show was headed, but I was, I mean, I'm, I was listening to every word.
0: Yeah. You know, it's interesting. It's, it's something that, you know, a lot of people, you don't really think about until you're in, in a situation as a family, when you lose a loved one, that life insurance really comes into play. But, you know, we're about protection. We're about protection from hazards. You know, life insurance is one facet of the thing that we do to protect, but we also have to protect portfolios. Um, from market risk. And, you know, there's a lot of risks that retirees are gonna face out there, Steve. Longevity risk, sequence risk, market risk, you know, making sure that you're protected from all these potential hazards. That's why you want to be with the fiduciary. This is not our first rodeo, you know, we've seen environments like this. And as a history guy, I always take lessons from the past and apply them to a situation that we're in, you know, understanding and going through right now. I think that's really important. This is definitely not a set and set it and forget it type of environment. You want all hands on deck to make sure that you're protecting those hard earned assets, just like Paul was talking about protecting your family. With With that life insurance but i'm glad you enjoyed it steve you know i enjoyed being part of it it was a really good show if you guys want to listen to it just pop on over to our website mwmfinancial.tax you can go right on that radio show link it lists the podcast give it a listen i think paul did an absolutely magnificent job really breaking down how life insurance can protect and the impact that it has not on the person that's so much taking it out but on the family and that is the most important thing in America right now we have to protect our
1: you, families absolutely and and again yeah folks on, on the MWMfinancial.tax website also if you're a, if you're a, someone who listens to a lot of podcasts you can subscribe to it via Apple um, Amazon Google uh, well pick up. Pick a podcast platform and you'll find Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. But again, and so, I mean, that's a show that you could, I mean, that really, folks, if you missed it and and you're really interested and and you're thinking life insurance, really? Yeah, get it. I mean, it, it, it opened up my eyes to a lot of things I just didn't know.
0: Yeah. He dropped a lot of nuggets in there and yeah. I know we got a, we got our, our radio listeners keep us busy every week, Steve, but last week was like a cascade of calls of people looking for, you know, answers, solutions, and, you know, just asking basic questions. And we encourage that, you know, that's what we're here to do is try and educate and guide people through some really tricky situations. So absolutely give us a call and we'll be able to get you going in the right
1: direction. 800-930-5905 is the number you can call right now and, uh, and again, you know, we're almost out of time. <laughs> well, you know
0: what? Let's let's definitely wrap it up. I wanted to make sure that I hit that market yes, insight I think it Steve, was because it is we're we're getting so many questions about the debt ceiling, what's going to happen politically. You know, there's so many different factors going on right now. So we want to provide answers and data. You know, not not opinion but real data, real facts on what we see coming ahead and what what are the possibilities, what are the hazards. This is what we're here for. So if you're unsure about your portfolio, you're unsure about your retirement plan, this is your opportunity to get a 15-minute phone call with me. We have operators standing by to talk to you immediately. So give us a call here at the studio and we will definitely get you going in the right direction. Steve, give our listeners that magic number to call.
1: You got it, Joe. 800-930-5905. It's a great opportunity to put a financial roadmap together once and for all. And it's a chance for you to get that true practical financial review. Just what Joe was talking about. There's no cost. There's no obligation. They're going to do a deep dive into your portfolio, let you know what's right and maybe what needs fixing 800-930-5905 10 callers right now we'll get that comprehensive financial review you're going to see where you are right now but more importantly it does become that roadmap that'll help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement 800-930-5905 800-930-5905
0: when we come back we are ready to play the game two truths and a lie retirement style right after this
1: welcome back everybody wealth health radio is the program joe murphy is here joe an independent fiduciary with murphy wealth management um, and uh, where he's been helping folks for more than 20 years and uh, you uh, you know again you like you said before like you said in the last segment before we got to the two truths and a lie that that uh, you know yeah this isn't your first rodeo you've been here you've seen things like this and and being a history buff it helps
0: it does i mean look there there there's no substitute in this world for experience you know people that go through things that's how you really learn lessons in life you know you can read things in a book you can you know see something on television but when you live through it it's a to- it takes on a totally different tone. You really it gets in it gets in, ingrained in you to say you know what I'm avoiding that in the future or you know I got burned on this. Sometimes you know failure isn't fatal if you can learn from it, and that's a really important point. As we look at failures and in, in past you know transgressions with you know government spending, tax law. All of that, we look at those as learning points, Steve, and we mark them down and say, you know what, in the future, if we start seeing things cascade in this direction, we don't want to be holding the bag. And that's the main thing is we know when to pivot, um, when the time warrants. And, and right now, like I said, you know, no one has a crystal ball on what's going on out there, Steve. Nope. Nobody does. Nope. Um, but there are definitely indicators out there that are saying proceed with caution. Um, especially right now with with our fed you know the the fed is in control of the monetary policy in this country they have a very difficult job right now we have stubborn inflation you know they're talking about raising rates longer you know for higher for longer you know things are gonna things are gonna start breaking we're looking at commercial lending we're looking at you know office spaces especially in our great cities um i mean the vacancy rates are just like r- ridiculous right now there's going to be fallout for that and during covid unfortunately a lot of small banks you know, took on a lot of responsibility for commercial lending. You know, what is the Fed going to do? You have Janet Yellen out there on tour saying we will do whatever it takes. You know, that makes you feel good about the Fed having your back. But there's always fallout. And right now we're starting to see that liquidity dry up. We're starting to see a real market. If you take Steve out of the major indexes, if you take those four or five mega, tech ca- ca- mega cap tech stocks out of it, mm-hmm. the broad market is sucking wind. Um, but those guys, you know, the Microsofts, Google, they're really moving twenty percent, twenty three percent. Some of them year to date, they're up. But if you look at the rest of the market. I mean, it's, there's a big, big difference between the big mega tech caps and and the broad market right now. That divergence is something that we're paying attention to. And I think these big, big tech stocks are still, they're getting a drive from the AI craze. You know, there's still a FOMO out there that's fear of missing out. You know, you have the Googles on the forefront, the Microsoft on the forefront of this technological advancement with AI. People don't wanna miss the boat. So they're definitely benefiting from that. But if you look at the rest of the market, not a real pretty picture when you pull up the hood. (laughs)
1: Exactly. 800 930 5905 is the number. All right, let's get into some of these two truths and a lie, Joe. We'll get there. Uh, All right, so I'll just say this two truths and a lie. One, I can't depend solely on Social Security benefits to pay for my living expenses when retired. Two, it's never too early to start saving for retirement. And three, I don't need help with my plan. I can use an app for free and get the same information. Oh, I love games. Okay.
0: So <laughs> the first one is yes, you cannot depend solely on social security. I think yes. the average checks about fourteen, fifteen hundred bucks a month. Um do not have that as your primary source of income. Through retirement. And that's why the Secure Act, Secure Act 2.0 was launched to help Americans save uh, for retirement because Social Security will not the be all end all. And it's probably going to end up getting reduced. You know, a lot of these entitlements out there from the government, Steve, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, you know, there is a there are unfunded obligations by the US government. Again, you know, more, more debt, <laughs> but they don't really have the money to pay it. So we're probably looking at a reduction. Save, save, save. If you're not sure how to save we can absolutely help you with that um, it's never too early to start saving for retirement your second point that is also a truth. you know mm-hmm. you can start as soon as you have earned income, start getting money you know our interns, I have them setting up you know if they get if they have a part-time job, we're setting up uh, anything that we can, Roth IRA just to get them in the condition of saving you know that will pay dividends because what is the most valuable commodity out there Steve time and these young people have it. we just got to teach them how to save. so here's your false one. Um, I don't need any help with my plan. I can use an app for free and get the same information. Um, that's gonna be a big no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. 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 Um, look, those those retirement planning apps and robo-advisors and things like that, they're a great guide, um, but most people need personalized Advice, retirement planning advice, because everyone's situation is unique. Unfortunately, we don't all fit in a nice, neat box with a beautiful bow on it, and everyone is the same. We're not in a socialistic country yet, Steve, are we? No, so, I hope no, not. We're all, yeah, we're all unique. We all need a unique plan. And as you start coming across things or different hazards, you want that human element to give you that advice. And that's how we partner with our retirees throughout retirement to make sure they have a guide. So as they confront something, they've never confronted it but we have and you know i get to retire two, three, four, five five times a day sometimes there's not a lot that i haven't seen but my background allows me to research and we research data so that's going to be the one that we want to make sure is uh uh is a lie (laughs) is that, you know, I don't even like to say it, but that is the lie of that one.
1: Absolutely. It is. So in some instances, I mean, maybe if you're a lot younger, would that be a help for you? I mean, help for folks?
0: Yeah, we were talking about it a couple of times. I don't mind robo advisors, especially like I said, you know, for younger people that have that long, long yeah. time horizon that, you know, a dip isn't a dip is going to be an opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, a correction's a huge opportunity to load more into that market. You know, that's what Buffett says when there's blood in the streets, baby, that's when you want to be buying. Um, but if you have a shorter term time horizon, that can have a horrible it can create a horrible outcome for your retirement because you don't have the time to make that money back. And if you're taking money out during that time period, Period. Then you could run out of money before you run out of life. We need to avoid that like the plague.
1: Two truths and a lie. Medicare is free, and I don't have to pay for anything health-related once I enroll. And two, Medicare does not cover all medical expenses. And three, you will spend more when you retire because of higher medical costs.
0: Okay, so this one's really easy. It is. Medicare is free. Medicare, unfortunately, is not free. Um, just, I'm going to run this down because I think this is probably important for a lot of retirees. You yeah. want to know what you're planning for. Um, Part A is free as long as you have a qualifying work history. If you do not, it's 506 bucks a month. Most people are going to qualify for Part A. That's going to be completely free. There are deductibles and coinsurance with Part A depending on how long you stay. So make sure that you're aware of those Um those shortcomings when it comes to Part A. Um, and also then Part B, we have a monthly premium, Steve, one sixty four ninety is going to be due on a monthly basis, 2023. A lot of people get it deducted from their Social Security. They don't even realize they're paying it, um, but you are. Um, the Part B deductible and coinsurance is 226 per, per year, and then 20% of the Medicare-approved amount um so medicare is not free there is your lie the rest are both truths all
1: right well good to know and and we, you know that that's a tricky road to walk down too i mean it's very intimidating the medicare that whole transition it- into it
0: It really is. It's something that we make part of our retirement plans. We always address it. You know, healthcare costs. If we have someone pre sixty five going in there, we want to make sure that gap is covered. So, you know, what the the medical expenses right now are so insane. You don't want to get caught um, not having correct coverage, especially in retirement. Um, You know, a, a one hospital stay will will teach you. Yeah, I should have done this differently. That's why we educate our retirees to make sure they have the right health coverage. They have the right supplemental coverage or advantage plan, whatever is going to be the best fit for them to make sure they don't incur those huge out-of-pocket expenses. As we get older, Steve, unfortunately what happens, you know, we do get sicker, you know, we do have more health problems. You have an opportunity when you turn 65 to get that health coverage in place for the rest of your life, but you want to make sure you're with the right firm. They can address it and make sure all those pros and cons are weighed and you have the right coverage going forward.
1: You got it. Uh, So two truths and a lie. First, I am always is going to be comfortable with the risk level I'm at. Two, emergency savings is different than borrowing from your 401k. And three, it's never too early to begin planning for retirement. <laughs>
0: Ooh, ooh, so your your lie is going to be the, the risk tolerance is basically an assessment of the amount of loss an investment is prepared, an investor, excuse me, is prepared to handle when making any type of investment decisions. So everyone should be revisiting conversations about risk tolerance. Um, With your financial advisor, I think it's really important to understand how much risk you're taking on and in what you know what the market is doing, especially with that time horizon that we were talking about earlier. You know, it's so important to understand how your portfolio is set to perform. Are you sitting in all growth mutual funds or a target date fund that's out of whack? Are you sitting in bonds, you know, back in 2020 at a 0% interest rate? These are things that you need to make sure that you understand. And if you don't, this is the time to partner. So we want to make sure risk tolerance is the main thing here, Steve.
1: Sure. And uh, let's see, we got time for another one here. Let's go two truths and a lie. Diversification and asset allocation are essentially the same thing. I should update my retirement plan periodically. And three, retirement planning has both emotional and financial components.
0: Okay, so the last two are truths. Yes, they My are. Am I right on that? Yep. yep. And, and number one, diversification and asset allocation are essentially the same thing they are not (laughs) Um, not. asset yep asset allocation is going to be the foundation so your foundation and diversification builds the rooms of the blueprint you're using for your financial plan to give you a little bit of analogy so while they're symbiotic they are not the same thing asset allocation involves dividing your investments among different asset categories so steve that would be like stocks bonds cash diversification involves spreading your investments among and within different asset classes. So okay. there is a difference. I am a firm believer in diversification, not just from, you know, I have a couple healthcare stocks and then I have a couple tech stocks. We want diversification all the way up to that account level. So we want diversification is key. It is the biggest risk mitigator or risk minimizer out there. It is tested from before. It's not a be-all, end-all, but when you have different positions through different sectors and different types of accounts, you are spreading risk. The more that you spread risk, the better off you're going to be, especially if you're in that
1: retirement red zone. And folks, if you're headed that way, might as well make the phone call today. In fact, Joe, let's open up the lines and get some folks on your calendar.
0: Yeah, let's open up the lines. We got, we got our we got our friends at MWM waiting to take your call. So you guys have been lighting up the phones recently and we are going to have a focal point this week that is risk management. Um, As we start to see this market get a little bit shaky, do not wait until it starts a free fall. If it does, you want to make that call now to make sure that you are in the right type of portfolio and we can handle that review in a 15 minute phone call. This is your opportunity to call. Our operators are standing by. Steve, give them that magic number and we
1: will get to work. 800-930-5905, 800-930-5905, that is the number. It's a practical financial review, just like Joe described, and it's a phone call away, 800-930-5905. And you're going to get that comprehensive financial review and see where you are today, but more importantly, it does become that roadmap that we talk about that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-930-5905, 800 930 5905.
0: When we come back, we are going to finish our game show, Two Truths and a Lie, and then more right after this.
1: on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall and uh, having a great uh, conversation today as always. Uh, But We're sort of in this game show. You nailed it, uh, Joe. We're talking about two truths and a lie and we have got, uh, we've got another one for you. So let's see uh, what we're talking about here. Um, Tax planning. Let's see. Two truths and a lie. Tax planning is a huge component of a comprehensive plan. Two, the younger you retire, the more risk of running out of money. And three, four hundred one k is not a retirement plan in and of itself.
0: Ooh, this is a this is a good one. Um, so, tax planning is a huge component of a comprehensive plan. That is absolutely true. We're sure. tax centric. Yeah, tax tax centric firm. We focus on especially in the distribution phase. We want tax efficiency. That is why Amber works here, and nothing like a tax code expert on your team. Um, so that one is a truth. The younger you retire, the more you risk running out of money. Okay, that's an interesting one. Um, we've all seen the the fire movement. Um, yes. You know, a lot of these younger people, especially in the tech industry, that were making big, big money and really frugally spending to sock as much money as they possibly could away. That fire movement is really, I mean, it's financially very sound. But unfortunately, they relied on something that is out of their control, and that's the U.S. stock market. And as the stock market and the tech stocks started peeling back as we started getting a little shaky with this market, a lot of these fire movement um, people started going back to work um, because they realized, you know, maybe they could run out of money. The more that you have to spend and rely on your savings without new earned income, the more risk that you could have, especially, like I said, with threats like inflation, you know rising prices. You know, if you don't have a market that's absolutely ripping, like the last 14 years of a credit fuel bull market, you could run into major problems and you could run out of money and you don't want to run out of money at like 70 years old because you'd be forced to go back to work and probably not going to get the same type of salary that you did in your thirties. No, So you want to make sure that you have that planned. And then the last one is a 401k is not a retirement plan in and of itself. All right. So the 401k is not a retirement plan. We have a lot of we have a lot of clients that come through that think, "Hey, I have a 401k, I have a retirement plan." No, you have a vehicle, you have an accumulation vehicle that's helping you save for retirement. So it is not one. So I'm going to say the younger you retire, the more you risk out of running out of money is going to be the lie out of those three, and that's kind of ambiguous. But I'm going to go with that one, right or wrong, Steve. Out of those I like three. it.
1: I like. Yeah, it. there you all go. All right. All well, right. let's uh, let's uh, move on. Let's play another little game. How about that? Sure. All so, right. I mean, and these uh, this is um, something. Well, I, a lot of questions involving retirement, and I'm sure you hear them all uh, begin with the word when. You know, hmm. and so let's go through some of the wins that you must hear about on a daily basis. And that first one is, when should I start taking Social Security benefits? Good question. Oh,
0: that's, yeah, that is a great question. And, and it's I hope people we, are asking,
1: Joe. That's what
0: Whoa, I mean. it's one of the main things. Look, Social Security is the most valuable source of income. Look, and here's another great point. You know, what is your most valuable asset in retirement? And, you know, a lot of people think, well, my 401k balance or my IRA or my Roth. Your most valuable asset in retirement is your income it is your spendable money and social security is usually a large part of that when you elect determines what type of benefit you are going to get or what type of benefit your spouse is going to get for the rest of her life if you pass away so electing social security and maxing it out if it makes sense for you is the way to go and that's why every client that comes in here in our retirement plans we do a social security maximization amber is certified as well Um, But it's really, really important because you have a huge income stream that you can't outlive and it's paid by the U.S. government. Social Security can be elected at age 62. That's going to be an early draw. FRA age around 67 is going to give you that full benefit, but every year you defer from that full retirement age up until 70, which is the cap, you get an 8% pop on that benefit. So sometimes it makes sense, especially with spouses, maybe to elect one a little bit early than the other to max out, maybe use some of those qualified funds that IRA money to fill up those lower tax brackets while you're deferring social security. That would make a lot of sense, especially if the equity markets stay in this uh, trading channel. So there's lots of opportunities, but this is what we do, Steve. This is what we show our clients. You know, When does it make sense to elect? Everyone's gonna be different, right? Mm -hmm. You wanna have that customization on your plan, and that's what we do here at this firm.
1: Well, and again, one of the things, you can go to the ssa.gov website if you haven't ever done that, create the account, you can see, well, you know, one, your work history, but more importantly to me anyway, is that chart that they have that's interactive, that allows you to move, it shows you, okay, here it is at 62, here it is at your full retirement age, here it is at 70, and you can move that along the way, and realize every single month you wait, that number goes up. Isn't
0: that cool? It is. Isn't that cool to see that? Because you realize, you know, all right, if I can make a if I can make a go of it with this savings account, I can get this much more for the rest of my life. Now one of the outliers with social security, Steve, that you really want to, and this one thing that we look at this firm, and I don't know if a lot of other advisors do, is health. Um, I think it's really important if your family health history, you know, both your parents lived to be, you know, 68. Maybe you want to elect a little bit early and get that money in your pocket. But if health isn't an issue and you have longevity in your family, we want to use creative ways to help you defer that and get that 8% pop
1: after FRA. I like it. And uh, all right, so here's another when. When should I start withdrawing money from my retirement accounts? I mean, a lot of folks that got the IRA, maybe the Roth and a brokerage account. How do I know what to take and how much and when? Help me, Joe oh yes another That's thing that we do, do and we
0: yeah, and we do well and i think again everyone's going to be a little bit different um but we do like to take some of those qualified assets first and fill up those lower tax brackets especially with the temperature of what's going on right now in this country you know we have a proposal by President Biden in that Inflation Reduction Act to add 86,000 IRS agents. Um, Where do you think tax rates are gonna head from this point, Steve? You know, we were just talking in that first segment about, you know, we're running we're, our debt our debt in this country is ridiculous. Our revenue from taxes is down. Why do you think they're gonna beef up the IRS? Tax rates are gonna go up. And look at, you know, Steve, I don't know if you saw this, you know, the mortgage surcharge that just comes out May first. Oh, yeah. Where what, if what's you up have a, you know, Well, I'm not going to say what I want to say, but (laughs) if you have a credit score of I think it's like 720 or higher and you have a down payment, you're going to be paying a surcharge for those with worse credit and no down payment. So you're going to be forced to subsidize Um, that to me doesn't make a lot of sense. As a financial advisor, I'm out here giving advice saying, hey, you know what, you wanna make sure that credit score is good, do not run up debt, do not, you know, do the right things. That'll allow you to leverage money at a much cheaper rate. Now with this new rule on the mortgage side, that's kind of blown it out of the water a little bit. So. I, I'm just hoping there's a repeal on that because it makes no fiscal sense for someone to be penalized for doing the right thing. Yeah. So, again, you know, this just came out. It's supposed to launch May 1st. I'm really hoping there's a revision on that because, to me, that's not a good That's not good legislation.
1: No, it's, I completely agree, Joe. Um, all right, so when should I start downsizing my home or should I? Can I sell family home? I don't know if I can. What are we going to do? I mean, that's a big question, too.
0: It, it is. And, it, and it's a question that you definitely want to ask, you know, do you want to maintain maybe uh, you know, you had five kids and you had, you know, five bedroom house, and now it's just you and the missus and you're sitting there looking Well, Number one, it's a lot to maintain. I got a lawn to mow. I have all this maintenance, uh, you know, I've got to clean this thing. Um, you know, in retirement you might want to be doing more enjoying or more traveling. So, you know, if that's you, do you want this big huge house that you have to maintain or pay someone to maintain it? Um, some people, the answer might be yes. You know, this is our family home, I want to keep this. But some people say, you know what, I'd rather grab the cash at the, the height of the market here and you know, pop into a place that's much easier to maintain, lower my overall retirement costs, what does that do? that increases your most valuable asset in retirement, your income because if you're not spending it on your monstrosity house, you have that money in your pocket now and you can go, you know, to wherever you want to go, travel, do whatever you want to do. Free up that income. That is your most valuable asset. Why hold on to that house unless it has, you know, sentimental meaning as a family house? What an opportunity to really cut your expenses, you know, almost in half if you're going from a large family home to maybe like a condo or something that's, you know, easily maintained.
1: Right. Okay. 800-930-5905. Let's see. Um, When should I start estate planning? That's, I mean, I'll tell you what, just I'm living through something just with that now and way before you start to die. (laughs) That's when you need to do it.
0: Look, every person, every person that, that has a family should have three basic documents. Number one, a will, number two, a power of attorney, and number three, advanced healthcare directives. These are not expensive documents, but they are documents that will protect you and protect your family. Um, The last thing you want is the government deciding what happens to your assets. That will becomes extremely valuable to your family. Um, the power of attorney, if you're ever incapacitated, that gives your loved one or whoever you direct as your power of attorney to help make decisions on your behalf if you are no longer able to, like say, Steve, I'm driving down the road, I get hit by a bus, I you know I lose my ability to talk or, or work or whatever, my power of attorney, Amber would, would be enacted and she would be able to help make medical decisions for me. She would help be able to go into accounts that are only in my name. These are things that she would be able to do with those documents, but that is the bare minimum that you should have. If you have a family, you need to have the
1: will. Well, Joe, and if if you're a client, if it's for if, if I'm a client of yours, we'll just say it that way. You sure. take you work with estate planning as part of an overall plan. I mean, it's you are a one stop shop. There's no question. Oh, yeah. I mean, we
0: do a state administration here. I'm not a big fan of doing a state administration. I would much rather do the legal documents up front because the state administration is extremely expensive, time-consuming. No one likes it, not the family that's going through it, nor the advisor that's helping people through it. It is a huge pain in the butt. Um, We're wrapping up one right now that's been going on for over a year. Mm. Um, It's horrible, and this could have been easily solved with a will. Unfortunately, they weren't clients at that time. But that's one of those things with experience Steve. I've been through the other side, so I know how important this is. That's why we bring it up. That's why we have attorneys here that will help our clients get these important documents in place to protect themselves and protect their families. Um, It's so, so important, guys. This is one of those things. You want to make this call. You want to make sure that your family is protected. Don't delay on that, please.
1: Well, make the call right now. In fact, Joe, we're going to open up the lines again and invite folks to fill up the rest of the spots in the calendar.
0: Yep. So everything that's going on in this crazy world, we have some answers and we have some direction. So if you are one of the next 10 callers into the show, we are going to do that 15 minute review. We have operators standing by to get you scheduled for that 15 minute intro call with me where I'll get a chance to understand your situation. You can ask questions about your portfolio, maybe about an old annuity or a life insurance contract or estate planning documents, what you need. This is your time. No Charge to give us a call. Steve, give them that magic number and we're gonna get to work. 800
1: 930 5905 That's the number, folks. You're gonna you heard Joe, the next 10 callers get that comprehensive financial review, and it's a chance to see where you are today. But what's more important is to begin to create that roadmap to help guide you, to help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800 930 5905 800 930 5905.
0: It's that time again, my favorite part of the show where we hear from our listeners and what's on their minds. Coming up next.
1: Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Wealth Health Radio, our final segment together. That means we're going to answer questions. Well, I I use the term we loosely. It's really Joe that's going to answer questions. I'll just ask him. How's that? Uh, Wealth Health Radio is the program. Joe Murphy is here, fiduciary, independent, 20-plus years. Uh, This has been a fun show, Joe.
0: Well, it's fast paced, that's for sure. I think we 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 covered a lot of uh current events very quickly. So, yeah. people are probably have their heads spinning right now, especially like I said with the the media, you know, Fox News fired Tucker Carlson. I right. saw this and then- week and Don Lemon gone from CNN. So, at first I was like, all right, well, you know, maybe this is good for the media. Maybe we'll stop getting the narratives and actually get true journalism. Then of course, the cynic in me is like, is the government taking over the media now? Are we going to have you know propaganda spilling out? Or, so, or of course... are,
1: are, are Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon going to form a new network?
0: <laughs> hey, you know what? You never know. It's 2023. Anything could happen, Steve. Anything that would be, be an interesting show, wouldn't it? I would watch that. I would watch oh, those yeah. two guys go he's at it.
1: You know, have to put a piece of glass between them. But, you know, hey. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: I, I like Tucker Carlson. I, I enjoyed a, a bunch of his. Uh, he's not for everyone, of course, yeah, and right. you know, everyone's, but I do enjoy his reporting and you know i haven't seen much of don lemon i try and like i said i stay away from most of the the news outlets i go out out of my
1: way to stay away
0: well, anything that's cited with you know source was close, you know, close to the source or no real source, I, I just I, I immediately dismiss, and I, I focus on the data. But the news stories can be quite entertaining, especially with the extreme of our media these
1: days. I mean, just, oh, there's just yeah. there's some outrageous stuff going on right now. Indeed, there is. Well, we've got listeners that have a lot of yes. good questions today. Let's
0: get to those. As that's more important, anyways. It
1: really is. Let's see. Lucas is up first. He's wondering. He says, I have close to a million dollars in tax-deferred funds. I'm 54. Would it be possible to spend down before RMDs kick in, or would conversions to Roth in my early 60s be best?
0: Well, Lucas, have you ever seen that movie Brewster's Millions? Um, Sure, you could spend that money down easily before RMDH, but do you want to incur that um, running out of money before you run out of life and then have a big tax bill associated with it? Probably not. Um, You know, just remember that IRA or 401k, Lucas, that you have that million dollars, that does not all belong to you. The US government has handcuffs to that account in the form of taxes at a later date, as you stated required minimum distributions. And as of the Secure Act 2.0, we're sitting at age 73, buddy. So there's a couple different strategies. Yes, it's it's possible to maintain this um, and maybe fill up some of those lower tax brackets with some of this qualified money. But since you're only 54, I would probably look at an incremental Roth conversion strategy, especially, Lucas, if you're in equities right now. Um, If this market does fall, what an incredible opportunity to get Roth conversions done pay less taxes because the price is gonna be depressed a little bit, and then you convert it to Roth in that position. You don't even have to sell the position. You can actually convert it to Roth without even selling the position. Then when the market does come back up, and guys, there will be a light again, it's a market cycle, Um, you're coming up 100% tax-free. So I would do, according to your income, Lucas, we would do some incremental Roth conversions. Remember, there's no income level to do the conversions. We can do it even if you're making a million dollars a year. So great strategy. Kind of put a cap on those RMDs because I can promise you um, tax rates are definitely going to go up from here. We need to cover this deficit somehow, and we're not going to do it collecting zero revenue on taxes. So they're probably headed up, guys. Plan accordingly. Start looking at these Roth conversions.
1: All right, Lucas, give us a call. 800-930-5905. And uh, on we go to faith. Faye is wondering, uh, she says, my husband and myself earn a combined household income of nearly $200,000. We both max out our 401ks and have done so for the past two decades. Are we allowed to open a Roth IRA for each of us? Now, I've heard some folks say we are not eligible to open one. Any input is much appreciated
0: sure faye good question too for 2023 the maximum income limit for married couples filing jointly to contribute to a roth ira is 208,000. Um, so if you're basically if if you're below that you can actually contribute it's a phase out situation so we can tell you exactly what you can contribute into that roth but yes you can open up the roth Um, depending if your income level is stable or if it's going to increase, if those thresholds get, you know, moved up in the future. But right now, yes, you could contribute something to a Roth, even though you're maxing out those 401ks.
1: I mean, again, it's staggering to me to think that they have maxed out their 401ks for two decades. I mean, for 20 years, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, and again, it, it creates a it creates a problem um, because all that money sitting in the tax qualified accounts, and right. that's where remember we were talking about diversification, yes. diversification on the account level. So it, it's so much easier to set up these different tax status accounts in the early part of your retirement than have to do these conversions and and you know set up these ancillary accounts to give you some tax diversification when it comes to distributing these assets. And most people don't think about it, Steve. You think, hey, I'm saving all this money, I'm gonna be set for retirement. There's another layer to it, and that's where fiduciary financial advisors are gonna come in, explain that extra layer so you are totally prepared going into retirement. Maybe make a couple tweaks here and there, but you're not having to do these massive conversions because you put all your eggs in one basket into the IRA. Again, nothing wrong with saving here, Faye, at all, um, but you want to be able to do it in a diversified way. And I'm assuming that your income level was not always this high. So probably an opportunity to start converting some of this massive 401k that you've accumulated that way to get your Roth started, maybe contribute a little bit into that, start looking at your after-tax savings. But we want to get you diversified so you can pick and choose how to fill those tax brackets when it comes to the distribution phase.
1: Sure. Uh, Faye, there you go. 800-930-5905. Give us a call. Love to hear from you. Um, Archie's up next. Archie says, I'm 57, married, no other dependents, and planning to retire in 10 years. I've been self-managing plans and funds for decades, and I'm comfortable with my plan and my practice. I want to create a relationship with someone who could step in on topics I am unsure about and to help manage the portfolio, make regular disbursements to my wife as to make sure she is set for life. Any chance you think you could help her get fired up about this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> do it all the time. Coach Joe coming at you. Um, yeah, and, and and Archie, that's a really good look. A lot of a lot of people wanna or do it yourself first. You know, they're they're managing everything, they have the time, they want to do the research. Um, where where people usually come to us is exactly what you're asking for, Archie, to make sure that both parties are on the same page, both spouses are communicating, working towards the same goals. Um, that's really important, and that's where having that partnership. Here's the thing, Archie, if you're running all this stuff and something God forbid happens to you is your wife can be able to pick up where you left off, Probably not, and that's where we probably have 20, 30 clients in here that are in similar situations that I have been introduced to their spouse, to their significant other, to step in, understand their situation, maybe give some explanations, but if something, God forbid, would happen to the, the spouse, then I would be able to step in and keep managing that money, so the Mrs. was not overwhelmed with everything. Oh my gosh, I got to learn tax code and all this other stuff. Sure. So I've been introduced. If that time will come, um, I can step in and manage that those affairs and that retirement for the rest of the spouse's life.
1: I like that. Uh, that gets uh, Archie gives you some relief there, I would think. Eight hundred nine three zero five nine zero five. You give us a call and we'll work it out. Um, let's see, we got time for another one. Let's go to Edith. Uh, She says I've been contributing to a target date retirement fund in my Roth IRA. I recently started a job at a company that provides a 401k match. Now, I tried Googling but was unable to find any definitive answer. Is there some kind of law or rule against contributing to the same target date fund in an IRA and a 401k? If not, is it even a good idea?
0: Um, there, there's no law or rule. You can, you can invest in your IRA, 401k, you can keep the same stocks, but why would you? You want to diversify. Here's my thing with the target date funds. Um, they're bundled. And you know, some of them are pretty pretty much expensive, you gotta check them. But here's why I don't like them is because you pick out your year, you think you're all set, and they're a mix between fixed income bonds and equities. And if you look at the equity side of most of these target date funds, they're filled to the brim with like the top five megacaps. Um, Usually, tech companies. And then they're not deviating away from fixed income due to interest rate levels. So, back in March of 2020, when we were zero, I had clients coming to me with their 401ks with target date funds with 50 to 60% allocated towards fixed income, knowing that interest rates were only going to go one way. It makes no sense. And that's like I said, unfortunately, some of these 401ks, that's really the only you know, the only choice that you have is these target date funds. But I would highly suggest using your own diversified portfolio, using active management, employing risk management to make sure that you can survive or benefit off any market condition, not a set it and forget it. Anything that is cookie cutter, we are against this firm. I just don't like the one size fits all in those target date funds or the definition of that.
1: Oh absolutely 800-930-5905 Edith give us a call we'd love to hear from you and Joe we're going to have to wrap it up here let's uh, let's invite folks to call one last time
0: We absolutely will. And like I said, you guys have been lighting up the phones and continue to do so. And we are happy to talk to you. I can't tell you how many people from Chicago and Northwest Indiana we've had the pleasure to meet and help out and guide and some became clients and some it was just a really good conversation. So if you're looking for some help, you got questions, risk management, worried about the market, worried about the economy. Give us a call. Happy to talk to you. Steve, 15 minute call. Give him the magic number and we are going to get rocking and rolling. 800-930-5905
1: an opportunity for you to well to get a chance uh, for you to get a true practical financial review and if you're listening right now then give us a call 800-930-5905 10 callers are going to get that comprehensive financial review that joe just described you'll find out where you stand today but more importantly it does become that roadmap that guide it's going to help get you to where you need to be 800-930-5905 800-930-5905 That's 800-930-5905 Joe, as always a pleasure My favorite hour of the week It goes by so quick And I love your insight
0: I appreciate it, Steve It's always so fun to talk to you And we're going to be doing it again next week So can't wait to happen. What? We'll see what happens here in Crazy World It's going to be interesting But we will give you the latest And see what you do with that portfolio
2: The content of this radio show is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any type of securities. Joe Murphy, MWM Advisory Group, and Murphy Wealth Management are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of the information provided in this radio show and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Joe Murphy and his guests as the date of this show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on the assumptions and actual results may vary from such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making any investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on the information provided today in making any investment decision. There is a risk of loss from investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for a particular investor financial situation or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses.